It is November 17th. This is Sports 845, second edition since we've been back. And it is great to finally be able to talk about sports. I, uh, for months, I, I don't think I paid any attention at all to sports, nothing. But there's a lot of things coming up. We have the NBA draft. The Giants won a playoff game basically this week. We had the Masters. The NFL is in full swing. College football is teetering. I will talk about that. Um, NCAA college basketball, they're getting ready to go. And it is the hot stove season in baseball. We have a lot to talk about tonight. My partner to my left on your radio, the legendary uh, New York State High School Hall of Fame basketball coach, Dick O'Neill. To my right, wearing his Duke sweatshirt. He's a Dukey, the legendary Washingtonville Wizard, Danny Botch Ludke. And our crack producer, Thomas Giordano from Giordano Wood Floors Incorporated. Thomas, spending some time producing the show. Of course, guys, what's up? How's everybody? Everybody is well on my end, man. So glad we're back behind the mic. Uh, it's going to be fun the next few weeks, see where this college football NFL takes us. Hopefully we get the college hoops going. And uh, everybody looks well. Dick? Trying to get out. Played some golf today. A little cool out there amongst the snowflakes. But my Snowing hands in. stayed warm, and I shot an 83. So That is phenomenal. Dick, let me ask you a question. I was thinking about this all week while I was watching the Masters, and you watched it. Do you feel that if things broke right the way I played, I would have been in contention? I think if you practiced a little more this summer, you could have. What did you, you think have. of Dustin Johnson? 20 under at Augusta. You know, it was it was really odd watching the Masters without the flowers, without all the without the fans, without the, the flowers, roars, without the roars, the roars. Yeah. and there would have been a lot of roars. Mm-hmm. Tiger goes out his opening day, shoots the best first round he's ever shot at the Masters, get takes a ten on a par three the last day. He was out of contention. This was Dustin Johnson's tournament, really, from the beginning of day two on. It was a matter of who was going to catch him. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, agree, disagree. I mean, oh, Dustin no. Johnson was phenomenal. You know he, he, whosoever he's practiced with or played with, figured out where he had to be in certain spots on that golf course. And as Tiger says, you have to know where to play this course from. And uh, what amazing thing about Johnson is most of his birdies were like one footers and two footers. That's how precise his I, second shot, his approach shots to the green were. I amazing. think the big advantage for him is going into Sunday with obviously the four-stroke lead. The guys trailing who will say in contention, right, were younger kids. So they don't have the wherewithal. Like the pressure on them is tenfold. Where if you have one of those old times, I'm not saying a guy like Freddie Couples, but somebody who's like, you know, 34, 35, 40, where they've been there a bunch of times, could maybe put some pressure on Dustin Johnson. Because it's pretty, it's pretty safe to say the man does not crack. He's got nerves of steel, showed a little motion afterwards. And he said, he goes, I can control that when I'm on the course. He has that killer instinct. And I thought it was great to watch. It was different, you know? Paulina Gretzky's not too bad to look at either. I no, would agree. No, no, either was her mother, by the way. <laughs> What's that? Either was her mother. I knew, You know what? I'm going to tell you a quick story. Her mother, I believe, is Janet Jones. That's it. I played tennis with Janet Jones. Okay. Janet Jones would come up to the Concord uh, along with a lot of other celebrities. But Jan- before Wayne Gretzky, I played tennis with Janet Jones. That is, uh, we it went no further. I know you're assuming that we no, went no, out, no, 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 but it did. I, I have never well, fooled around I with Janet. To be Jones. honest, I wasn't assuming. No, you were probably that. assuming. That. Beautiful woman. Yes, Beautiful woman. yes, yes. And Dustin John, listen, he's a great ambassador to the game of golf. He does everything right. He's a good guy. What is his third major? Second major? Second. Two. Yeah. No, Two. Yeah. First Masters. Yeah. One uh, U.S. US Open. Open. Yeah. Did he win he the won, Open this uh, year? He won at Oakmont, I believe. No. He won at Oakmont, is right. Okay. No, he won like in 16 or 17. You know what I was looking at, and we, we won't be long with golf, 
Ricky Fowler's never won a major. Right. Never the won closest a major. thing he won was uh, the uh, the TPC at Sawgrass, which they considered like the fifth major. Okay. Uh, you know, and uh, that he won. But I'll tell you what, I, I was very happy for Dustin Johnson. You know, he lost oh, the one, he lost the one out out in Whistling Straits because. He hit the ball out of what was supposedly a, a, a hazard. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah. With, with, with people had walked and stomped through the damn thing. Botch would have called that on us, right? And he called it. He called. He came in second a couple of times. I felt good for him. I was happy for him. You're right. He is a good ambassador to the game. He is good. And Tiger, yeah. Tiger played well. Mm -hmm. uh, Rory McIlroy played well. What? Here's what I want to ask. No, the last three days. Yes. Yeah. What happened? You know, and go golf is quick to anoint the next greatest ever. The next guy that's going to challenge Tiger and Nicholas. Mm. We heard it about McElroy. And most recently, we've heard it about Jordan Speed. Yeah. What happened to Jordan Speed? I don't know. Maybe he's in the business of making money, maybe. I don't know. It I mean, because Jordan Speed looks like he, I mean, he could shoot 64 and he could shoot 80. And But he can't even put like three rounds together. Right. He plays good one day, blows up, plays good and blows up and things. I don't know because I'm a fan of his. It's you almost know? like. Huh? David, he's the same career as David Duvall, but in fairness, Jordan Spieth didn't have the career Duvall. No, I agree. No, I Duvall agree. had injuries. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Spieth, you know, listen, yeah. nice player. These mm. guys don't have the mental part of the game. That cerebral part is yeah. big, and that's okay. Yeah. These kids are making a fortune. They're going out doing what they love, yeah. right? We're always a lot of good young players. Just do a young kid. If you do what you like, you never work mm. a day in your life. And I'm not saying he only cares about the money, obviously, but and it's okay to not have that killer instinct mm. and. These kids crack under pressure, man. I can't imagine Spieth does, lacks killer instinct. I think there's just maybe, something well, wrong. Maybe, maybe, he's, nerves, maybe he's got the nerves of the, the yips. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, yeah. maybe yeah. success came too quickly for him. Talk, yeah. Talk about mental toughness. Tiger took a 10, and he could have mailed it in, yeah. and he birdies five of the last six oh, holes out I, there. I, that's that, exactly what I wanted to say. That, yeah. at 40-something years of age, that yeah. is a competitor. And yeah. that's mental he, toughness. There. there are guys that have walked off the course. There are guys that just fucking. Well, DeChambeau, after right. losing his ball, was finished. Yes. Mm -hmm. Tiger Woods makes a 10 and, like you said, finishes with five straight, five, four or five straight birdies. DeChambeau's tournament was over. Yeah. 845-313-0561. We will try and get some calls in tonight. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll talk about. Some more sports. We'll talk NFL. The Giants won a playoff game. We'll be right back. We left last week, and I said the Giants had a playoff game. Nobody disagreed. The NFC East, uh, which was once, you know, the division, that was the division, is now a laughing stock. But I'm not laughing anymore about the Giants. And we all sit here as Giant fans. And, uh, you know, the Giants last week won a game that they definitely would have lost earlier in the year. They've won two. The games they've won, they've won by a point or two. The games they've lost, they've lost by a point or two. My point is this. They sit right now at three and seven. The rest of their schedule is at Cincinnati, at Seattle, home to Cardinals, home to Browns, at Baltimore, home to Cowboys. Looking at their schedule, winning the games that they'll be favored in and losing the games that they will be an underdog. I'm not giving them any upsets here. There's no reason in the world why the Giants can't finish seven and nine. And win that Who division. the hell are they going to be favored against? They're going to be Cincinnati, maybe? Cincinnati? Maybe. The Browns? The Cowboys? Cowboys are playing with the Cowboys home they'll be favored with. Sure. Obviously not Seattle on the road. They'll probably Obviously be a home favorite Arizona. against Arizona. They could you be a home so? favorite. No One way. or two. They're not no going to be a big dog. 
They're not going to be they, a big They dog. still got to show me they can beat somebody oh, good. Okay. You know? Fair. And yeah. I agree, you're a giant but fan, and I understand but that. Let's talk and about I'm the, happy with what they do. Let's talk about the division. The Eagles, similar schedule. They go to Cleveland. Mm. They are home to Seattle. They go to Green Bay in January. Washington, New Orleans, Arizona, and the Cowboys. My point is this. Seven and nine, whether it be the Eagles or the Cow- or the Giants, could win that division and get a home playoff game. My opinion is they're going to win anyway because I don't think Dallas may not win another game. The I eliminated the Dallas and Washington. And, I don't, and Philadelphia, the way they look, they may not win a game the rest of the way. Who knows? I, think, I think Giants win a couple more. I think they could do it with five wins, maybe even six wins. I but, said it last but, week, but what? You may continue. Well, what I was going to say is before this season started, and I might have been one of those people, I don't remember, Dave Gettleman was the worst GM this that we've ever seen. Everybody disliked Gettleman. First of all, the Leonard Williams trade, which was asinine in everybody's mind last year, looks pretty damn good right now. Leonard Williams is playing good football. Agree, Danny? I do. The trade's not a bad trade. Nope. Basically, you got Leonard Williams in the fifth round because that's what you gave up. He certainly so, looks good getting rid of Beckham. He brought in Logan Ryan, who's been he's quickly becoming one of my favorite Giants. He brought in Blake Martinez. He drafted Matt Pert who is now getting a lot of playing time. Xavier Grimes, a lot of playing time. Andrew Thomas with the eighth pick. And he stole, which everybody says he hasn't played a game yet, Xavier McKinney in the second round. We argued last week. The giant offensive line under Gettleman draft picks are doing, and I'm sure they're all line coach, are playing better and better each week. Agree? I do. They're playing without Saquon. Which Goldman played really well this weekend. Goldman played well. Alfred Morris played well. Didn't like, you know, fumble the ball. I mean, they played with like, they almost played with like a sense of urgency. They have the entire year, and that's what I love. That's that's all on the coach. That's all on the coach. I'm telling you right now, they play for that guy. And that's the other thing that Gettleman did. He brought in and hired. I remember when the Yankees brought in Joe Torre, and the headline was Clueless Joe. Everybody thought he was going with Rule out of uh, where the hell's Rule from? Uh, Baylor. Baylor. Mm-hmm. Everybody thought he was going somewhere else, and he hires this Joe Judge that I don't care who you are, you could be the biggest football fan in the world, you never heard of the guy unless you're in New England. What you just said is a hundred percent correct. Giants are three and seven; they could be zero and ten. They could also be six and two. Mm-hmm. They have played incredibly hard in front of no fans. Very easy to mail it in. They have a ton of respect for Judge, and Judge has a ton of respect for them. The Giants are playing very spirited football, and that's going to continue. We also said Daniel Jones just completed his 16th game. Is he the greatest quarterback in the history of New York? No. Is he going to be? Probably not. But Daniel Jones is going to be an NFL quarterback for a long time. He's going to make mistakes, and we, you know, we're in a vacuum here. We watch every one of his games. We see the horrific mistakes, and every turnover comes at a bad time. He's going to get better, and you saw what happens when the line gets better. He also has zero weapons. Slayton's played okay. Golden Tate made a nice catch. Ingram drops way too many balls. If they can get a good big-time receiver and some more help on both lines, Daniel Jones is going to be a good good NFL quarterback. You agree? I think the jury is coming back in in favorable. Well, yeah, I also think in today's society, everything is like instant gratification. So like you said— He's only playing his 16th game, and they're talking about the fumbles and and dropping the ball, and he's got to get strong. Can you give the fucking kid a break? He's 16. I mean, he's played 16 games. Yeah, and the thing of it is, though, where he's getting hurt is 
he's got five wins in Florida against Washington. Yeah, you know, and, like, and one against a bad Philadelphia yeah, team. Yeah, I, I get know, that, too. But, but with that said, they have three wins in a division that stinks, where if it comes down to a tiebreaker, I don't care if he let them beat the Cowboys, Giants, let them beat the Cowboys and Eagles. I'll be shocked if they don't win that division. Shocked yeah. if they yeah. don't win that division. Yeah. We all agree Judge is the guy? Yeah. Absolutely. I knew he – well, I, I didn't know. Yeah. I thought he was the guy after his first press conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's easy to win a press conference, but he's one of the No, players. it's not, because mm-hmm. McAdoo, who, by the way, I thought got railroaded anyway, right? He did get railroaded. But his press conference, like, I don't know if this guy is my type of guy, but what do I know, right? Mm-hmm. And sure, out of the gate, his press conference was yeah. Uh, he had pants that didn't fit him, <laughs> but he, he didn't. He, the optic wasn't great with Ben Max. I yeah. like the way he's. I like the way he's handling these teams: the good, the bad, and the ugly. I just you know, I just, I think he's. A, I think he's a good leader. I the, think he's a real good leader. So in essence, the Giants have an upside. Mm-hmm. If you're a Jet fan like you are, they scared the hell out of you Monday night or whatever night it was. They almost did the unthinkable and won a game. How Adam Gaze is even being talked about as returning next year is mind-boggling. I don't know what this guy has to do to be fired. This team plays, first of all, the only spirited game they played all year was against New England. And we talked about this on the air before the game, that there was a chance Belichick could screw the Jets and try and lose that game. It looks like he gave every effort to do that, but at the end, the Jets were just that bad. The Jets, they're bad on offense. They're bad on defense. They're bad all over the place, coaching staff. They're lifeless. They're incredibly tough to watch. And that could change next year with Trevor Lawrence. And to me, we've talked about it. Lawrence is their pick, has to be. If somehow or another the Jets win a, win a game and screw up getting Trevor Lawrence, it's, it's amazing. But record doesn't mean anything. We just said it. The Giants, spirited. The Jets are impossible to watch. Well, you're a Jet fan. No, I'm t- the, the only the, the best game they played was getting beat by New England the other night. I thought they played a little bit spirited. But the, the thing I came away with this, and I hate the son of a gun, is Belichick. That guy can coach. I mean, he yeah. just. Breaking you know, news, he, Bill Belichick can no, coach. No, but you know what I'm saying. All of a yeah. sudden, without Brady, he was not going to be a very good coach. But you've seen what, what he's done. You talk about having no talent. He looks like he's got a college team. He just out beat there. the Ravens. These yeah, days. that's what I'm saying. He looks like he's got a college team out. He knows if you if if they can follow his game plans, they win games. You know, it, it's that simple. The Jets, I and, and you could tell me more. Becton looks like a very good pick. Oh, he's yeah, going to be a guard. Be he's going to yeah. be an yeah. offensive lineman for yeah. a long time. Yeah. Denzel Mims looks like a very good wide receiver. Other than that, Dick, give me someone on this team that has value. I like the May kid in the back. Um, um, Was it Marcus May? Yeah, not and after that, not you know you watch, you know when you, when you got when your number one running back is Frank Gore, who I admire. He and just I turned seventy one. That's what I'm saying. That's what exactly. I'm saying. And I'm saying, and he where he used to get through the hole and be able to get a fifteen yard, and now he gets through the holes and he gets four or five because he just doesn't have that sure then that that quick step anymore. You know, it's a shame too because the Jets have those passionate, yeah. passionate fans. Yeah. I know they probably lost a lot of them this year with all this nonsense yeah. going on within the country and yeah. politically, et cetera. And you know, this whole movement, a lot of them have stepped away and have chosen not to watch. It's no mm-hmm. secret. Mm-hmm. Well, ratings it's tough. are down. It's very easy not to watch the Jets, but the Jets, but the Jet fans are passionate. Pass- yeah. Every year is their year. Every year it's going to be name it. Every year they're going to be, you know, contenders, and they get let down and they don't quit anytime. You know, it's it says a lot about their character, <laughs> the Jet fans, but. And I don't want to confuse anything. Sam Darno is not a Sam Darnold. 
Sam Darnold, you correct me. Sam Darnold is not a bad quarterback. Sam Darnold has an upside. Sam Darnold will be in the NFL for a while, and Sam Darnold could be a very good quarterback. It's just now he's not. Oh, yeah. We have a call coming in. We'll take the call, and then we'll take a break after the call. Here we go. We got Jimmy from Staten Island. Jimmy from Staten Island. You're talking to Darren from Sports 845. Jimmy, what's happening? Good evening. How are we doing today? We're doing great. I got Botch here and Coach. What's up, Jimmy? Hey, Ray, I was thinking, what do you think the chances are to have an undefeated season for the Steelers and a no-win season for the Jets in the same year? I think it I, – listen, I think the Jets will not win a game. I think if they do, it's a crime. I do not think the Steelers will go undefeated. Jimmy, with that said, if you can keep a secret, and I've said it every week on the radio, at 23-1, to 1, you're talking to someone who put $50 on the Steelers to win the Super Bowl at the beginning of the year. But I don't think they go undefeated, no. Who do they have left? Who do they have left? Well, they got Baltimore left. Uh, let me tell you who the Steelers have left, Jimmy. What else is on your mind? Well, it's an early Christmas game for us Mets fans. I'm hoping that uh, I see Trevor Bauer under the tree by then. Amen. Oh, I, I would love to see that. Here's the Steelers, Jimmy. You ready? The Steelers go to Jacksonville, home versus Ravens. Then they play the Redskins at home. Here's a game they could lose. This is going to be a good game. They go to Buffalo, who I think is real, at Cincinnati, home to the Colts, and at Cleveland. And uh, I, I think, listen, I think the Steelers could go undefeated, but I, I don't see it happening. That's really sad. I mean, I don't want to see them go undefeated either because Steelers fans are arrogant enough. <laughs> listen, Ben Roethlisberger showing you he's the MVP. Jimmy, question yeah. for you, Jimmy. With your Jets, who would you like to see take over the Reigns as head coach? How can this guy Gase keep the job? Gase can't keep his job. He should be fired already. But is there, uh, is there somebody you guys are you as a fifty-three-year-old Jet fan? My whole life, Jet fan. I'm thinking. I don't know. Uh, I guess if they're gonna have to go through the uh, the assistant area, maybe Eric the Enemy, Kansas City. No, but Jimmy, oh, yeah. I'm a. My, this is Dick O'Neill. I'm a lifelong Jet fan myself. How? As much as I hate him, how about Jim Harbaugh from Michigan? Nah, he's lost a lot of his, a lot of his uh, amperage, I feel. He's made Michigan into a proud program. Into the, and uh, I don't like the, he just, he's a cut-and-run type of guy. I didn't like him as a quarterback. I know he's not a good son of a gun as a quarterback. I, I don't like him as a coach. You want Eric Bieniemy? That's who you want. That's the next hot well, commodity? I mean, that's, that's the way we're going to have to go. Because we're not going to go to a college coach. Nope, you want Eric Bieniemy. Jimmy, um... Yeah. Thank you very much for the call. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. And, uh, Jimmy, I hope all your teams win, and I agree. I'd love to see Trevor Bauer but well before Christmas. Jimmy, thank you for the call. That was, uh, you know what, we're going to come back. We're going to talk about the NFL some more. There's a lot more to talk about. But some good friends, big listeners of the show, Napoli's Pizzeria, uh, 2920 Route 6, Slate Hill, New York, um, just delivered a pie to us for free. You know, it's for free. Uh, 845-355-6161. It is by far the best pizza. They have the great They have great Italian dinners. 845-355-6161. They deliver. That's Napoli's Pizzeria right in Slate Hill, New York. We'll be back. 845-313-0561 is the phone number. We're going to stay in the NFL. We discussed the Giants, the Eagles, the NFC East. Let's go over a few more things in the NFL and, and let's stay in the NFC. The Vikings started off terrible. Kirk Cousins started off terrible and is still terrible. It's a contract they'd love to have back. 
but one they wouldn't like one they are so glad they got back dalvin cook dalvin cook beat the chicago bears last night dalvin cook is winning games for the vikings he had 200 yards rushing the week before cook with that offensive line is playing very well. The Vikings are four and five. The Packers lead that division at seven and two. The Bears are five and five. The Lions are four and five with the Vikings. Matt Patricia, it seems like every time there's a gun to his head, win or get fired, they win the game. It took a, uh, I don't know, a 92-yard field goal that just made it in for Patricia to live another week. But do you think that division is over, guys? Is the Packers, do the Packers have that division at seven and two? I think they do. I think they're really clicking on all cylinders. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, by the way, I think he's right behind Mahomes for the MVP. I think Russell Wilson has kind of dipped off a little bit. I think the way the Packers are playing, I think they're really going to be tough to beat. You think the Vikings make the playoffs? Started off one and five, I believe. They won four in a row. They're four and five, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, them too. I mean, they're playing well. Who knows? I just think. It's not their – I think it's the Packers' division. division okay, I mean, without looking Which, through I'm this – I'm not going out on a limb. Without looking at the that. schedule and everything, I'm, I am I think the Vikings are the, the it team right now in that division, the hot team right now. Um, let's go to the NFC South. The Saints sit there at 7-2, and two, the Bucks 7-3, the Falcons 3-6, and six, and the Carolina Panthers, we just talked about Rule. Rule's done a great job there. Playing without McCaffrey a lot of the year really doesn't have a starting quarterback. The Panthers, I mean, Bridgewater's their starter, but Bridgewater got hurt, correct? They're 3-7. and seven. Tampa is up and down. Antonio Brown just played one week in the NFL, did not get arrested, no indictments, no grand juries being done, caught some balls. Brady looked good again, but the Saints had a devastating injury. Drew Brees broke some ribs, punctured a lung. Brees is out for a while, and, you know, we're going to see what Taysom Hill is. I'm not looking ahead at the Saints' schedule. 7-2, and two, I think the Bucs now take the advantage in that division. Yeah, but I think it's going to be Winston. I don't think it's going to be Taysom. I agree. It, I think it could be, be yeah. Jameis Winston as I, yeah. well. But Hill's going to be getting, you know. Okay. Yeah. But I think whether it's Winston, whether it's Hill, I think the Bucs now advantage Tampa in the NFC South. Agree? Agreed. Well, the Bucs, look, look who they have going forward. They have the Rams, Chiefs, Vikings, Falcons, Lions, Falcons twice. So, I mean, the Bucs should get to 11 wins. Absolutely. All right. I can't who do the Saints have? Based, you have that? Based on who they have. I don't have the Saints in front of me on who they have, but uh, at the end of the day, without Drew Brees. You're I right. Mean, I think they have a soft schedule the next three or four weeks coming up, and whether Breeze can come back or not, obviously. Yeah. Really I heard the schedule was soft. They I mean, Jameis Winston, morning. I mean, yeah. give me a break. Yeah. I mean, AFC East. You guys can quarterback better than Winston. Yeah, but don't forget, he's under a different situation now with uh, with with the coach. Uh, Sean Payton. Uh, yeah, he, uh, he believes in himself, Payton, more than anything. So I think he, Winston hanging around him is, is figuring something. And they're going to they're going to do a lot of four and five yard passes, that kind of thing. So Hill, uh, Thomas, uh, and the running backs are going to get Kamara. really worked out. Yeah. I would like to see Jameis Winston do well. So would I. I have no issue so with Winston. Do you guys buy that the Patriots at four and five, do you buy that this is the Buffalo Bills division right now? Or Miami. Miami's six and three. Mm-hmm. Tua, three and oh as a starter. They're starting to let Tua do more and more. They look good. They have a good defense. We know their coaching staff is great. The Bills are seven and three. The Dolphins are six and three. Buffalo with one of the worst losses you could ever imagine this week. We'll talk about that. I mean, uh, the Hale Murray, um, a great catch by Hopkins. The the Arizona wins the game. Buffalo still seven and three. Allen is a good quarterback. 
Um, they're very good against the pass, Buffalo. Do, do the Bills win that division? It'd be great for the city, I can tell you that. Now, yes. Fal- uh, Fal- uh, Dolphins, clearly, I was wrong on the skid tour, but they're starting to open up. I don't know if you were wrong him. yet. Yeah, I mean, it is only a, a few games. You're right. Uh, you know, gun to my head, I would say it is Buffalo's division. Okay. You know, I just think uh, they have the better quarterback, and it's just what it is. Josh Allen is the real deal. He can, you know, he can throw in all sorts of weather. The weather's only getting worse up there, right? I mean, you're talking about, you know, a tough place to play. So any of those remaining home games they have with the winter upon us, you I, know, I think that's advantage I Buffalo. I think because of their home field advantage, I think that's what that will carry them. I, I, I do think so, but I'm really getting impressed with – Flores at Miami with his defense and the special teams. His special teams are terrific also. I mean, they're, he's a good coach. They're doing very, very it's, well. He's they're a good coach. I well. think Buffalo and Miami both yeah. are definitely projecting upwards. Right. The AFC North, the Steelers are 9-0. and um, The Ravens and Lamar Jackson. The Ravens beat bad teams, and Lamar Jackson plays incredibly well against not-so-great teams. When they play a good team, both of them – the team and Jackson just don't come through. Um, I think the Steelers win that division. The question is Ravens or Browns who finishes second in that division and maybe grabs a playoff spot. The Browns look awful. Odell's gone for the year. Um, Baker Mayfield, I wouldn't want to own stock in him. One week he's up, the next week he's down. I mean, they won a game 10-7 this week. Yeah, they, but they just looked awful. They just got Nick Chubb back. And they he's did get make Chubb a big back. Difference. Between him and Hunt, they do a nice job there. And if they just rely on them and they don't expect uh, Mayfield to do too much, I think they're all right. I think yeah. they're going to be all right. And in the NFL, both lines, offense, defense, if you do not have line play, yeah. you do not win in this right. league. Right. And the Ravens have major problems. With the, Here's the line. biggest positive for the Cleveland Browns. We are entering week 10, and then we're not guessing who the next coach of the Browns is going to be. We, that seems like an annual thing. Yeah. Browns are 6-3. and three. Let them win some games. They used to be great. Remember Brian Sipe and Kozar? Oh, oh, they, they were fun times. I, do. I, do. Um, I, I still I love Joe Burrow. Cincinnati, like the Giants, like Atlanta, should have a lot more wins. If they had a, like the Chargers, should have more wins. But those are teams that are – they'll be good for a few in a few years. Burrow's played very well. Everything and, and Atlanta's expected. getting better all of a sudden. They're starting, yeah, they to, they're yeah. starting to look a little I better. I think they kind of tuned out their coach. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, AFC South, and then we'll finish up the uh, NFL. The Colts, six and three. Here's a team that's trending down the Titans. How they go and, and just lay an egg against the Colts. They were awful in that game. And Tannehill's another one. You know, everybody's sold on Tannehill, sold on Tannehill, and he just, he just doesn't, he's not consistent enough. And nor the Titans. Um, but that division, it's going to be the Colts and the Titans all year. The the Texans, just not very good, and no, the Jaguars stink. Right. You know? What we haven't talked about is the demise here of the Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks defense. Demise, but Seahawks defense. You know, the Legion of Boom is, is not to be feared anymore. Terrible. Just awful. terrible. Terrible. Carroll's a good coach. Wilson's an MVP candidate. The Seahawks will be there. I wouldn't want to – they're the, one of those teams you don't want to yeah. have to play. But I – See what when they took away Metcalf, that, mm-hmm. they they put the Ramsey on him. They took away Metcalf. Their offense pretty much kind of stopped. They relied too much on uh, Wilson, and he's as good as he is. They rely, and he's starting to make. Well, he's got ten turnovers in the last three games. Yeah, yeah you know, in the Rams Seahawks game, you went into that game saying the Seahawks are terrible against the pass. Goff has to beat them. Everybody knew what was going to happen, and Goff beat them. Right. You know, right. there's just right. you can't fix what you don't have. Right. 
Right. But anything else on the NFL you want to add? We love Judge. We think the Giants have a chance. Anything else you want to add? I just seem to think that Russell Wilson's fallen off as far as the uh, MVP race is going on. I think it's Mahomes, Rodgers, and Josh Allen. Fair. I don't pay too much attention to MVPs and everything, but fair. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're halfway there. you got to at least address it. Yeah. College football. Let's go right into that, Dick. I owe you an apology. I sat here on the radio last week and said Michigan State was going to blow out Indiana. You said no, no, no. Um, I admit when I'm wrong, it happens every year once. And Michigan State, um, Indiana, played well. Yeah. Kudos. I think the story, actually, though, with all the sickness and leaving that out, is Michigan going being one and three here from the start. Michigan one and three, Penn State zero oh and three. But, um, and, but the both teams looked terrible. Michigan got it. their ass kicked. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that was, is unlike it a was Michigan team. Twenty-eight nothing in the first quarter. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's tough when the final was 24 nothing, but still. No, no, it was 35 something. Excuse me. Sorry, I was wrong twice. So, you know what's interesting? Here's what's interesting in college football. Every week we talk about it could be the last week college football. It's the toughest sport to Mm -hmm. contain these guys. You can't blame the kids, but Miami just can't postpone their last three games. And every week could be the last week we talk about college football. Arizona State just gets a start. Then and they're on. They may not play this week again. Wait, so you're telling me that the Hurricanes aren't playing at all the rest of the year? No, I said they postponed their next three games. Oh, okay. Postponed, <laughs> not canceled. Right. Thirty percent of the college, thirty percent of the university has COVID right now. They have a zillion kids go to school down there, don't they? I don't know. Yeah, but they also that's a big commuter school too. That's yeah. a big commuter school. Got a lot of kids from outside, but that's a big commuter school. And the Canes are playing well. I want to talk about one thing oh, in college boy. football. Yeah, here it comes. November fourteenth, nineteen seventy. The plane, the crash, Marshall, mm. on the anniversary. They're going to be in the top 15 this year. Um, really, East Carolina did a great thing. Uh, the last game they played, they were flying home from there. Four members of the East Carolina team came to Marshall University, stood by the statue. They honored all the kids, gave them um, degrees that day, announced uh, all the kids and the coaches and the players uh, and, the, and the crew that passed away, uh, you know, a real tragedy. And Marshall, there's a movie out. I could post, I posted it on Twitter, an hour-long thing. Really an incredible story. And listen, is Marshall the greatest team in college football this year? Are they going to play in a major bowl, uh, a, a Final Four playoff? No. But if they can get a New Year's Day bowl, that's a great thing. On the fifth, Coastal Carolina. Whoever yeah, they yeah. play. Mm-hmm. But just to be there, to come all the way back from what they've done, yes, it's 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 a great story, and Marshall went out and won the game. And I also think, uh, as long as we're on the college football circuit, it looks like Ian Book will be playing on Sundays moving forward. Would you yeah, agree? We said, yeah, we said that last week. Yeah, I, Ian Book's a winner. He's it, a gamer. It's unbelievable. He's what a he's gamer. Doing. But he's got to go. Hopefully, he gets drafted down by a good team. Yeah, he will by a good team. You know, I mean. In the second round by It'll a team a third that's – round pick by the Steelers. Yeah, and, that, that, and, that, and well, that's great. Yeah. And that's great. That's great. But if he's a first-round pick with the for the – let's throw the Jets in there, he's done. He's done. They, right. They'll beat him up. Look what the hell's going on with Donald. He can't keep him on the field. Yeah, well, I don't think any chance in the world the Jets draft. No, but I'm just saying that kind of what if they draft? Yeah. What if they draft Trevor, Trevor Lawrence? All of a sudden it's going to change? He's going to get thrown to the wall just like yeah. fucking Donald did. When you draft a guy like Trevor Lawrence, you're not drafting to win this year. You have just built your future, your yeah. foundation. Didn't they think the future was Donald? Who, they, by the way, I think is going to be in the NFL for the next 15 years. And I agree And with play you. well. I, I made a mistake. 
just like the Cardinals did when they drafted Josh Rosen and yeah. then went and got Kyler Murray. Yeah. They made a mistake. But how did they make a mistake, Darren? What happens? What, what mistake right. did they you make? Ever hear Ryan, a chance. You yeah, ever hear Ryan Leaf? But I don't, don't, I don't, I have. Think, I don't think Donald's Josh Rosen or uh, Leach. But I'm saying how it, it's a sham that they're, what they're doing with all, but how is it a mis- What's the mistake? The mistake the is mistake they don't have enough They didn't around. surround him with anybody. Yeah. And to be fair, Darnold had mono last year. He's constantly hurt. Yeah. And he hasn't played well when he had some people around him. I mean, to be fair. Yeah. He hasn't been. When the hell has he had some people around him, though? That's yeah. what I want to know. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. Uh, Robbie Anderson. He had. And he's gone. Yeah. But I mean, he. I mean, when Darnold. I think you're a Jet fan. When yeah. Darnold had something around him, he just hasn't looked like a number one pick. Right. You know, he looks like an NFL player, but just not a number one pick. Um, college football, Alabama remains uh, number one. Uh, Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State, the usual suspects. Indiana, kudos. They do look good. They beat up, uh, you know, I don't know who they have coming up, but I, I can't they got see Ohio State. Yeah, Ohio yeah, State. Yeah, can't three touchdowns. This week, yeah, they're a three-touchdown dog. 21 and a half. Yeah, I, I, I'm not impressed with Indiana, but I have to admit they're better than I thought. Northwestern's undefeated over there. Yeah, so uh, Pac-10 got started playing. Uh, USC Arizona was a fun game to watch. Nothing really, you know, moves the needle to me. Lawrence is. But the problem know, with the with the Pac-12, just for a few minutes, is they have no edge when their season ends. Their tournament begins, and Arizona State, I think, has lost either one or two games. So they could, if they're undefeated, they could be undefeated at two and zero. Oh, you know, and how the hell are they going to, yeah. you know? Right. You understand what I'm saying? I, How do. the, I, I just don't understand. And they're going to play a national championship. If so, let's say one of those teams comes out of there, they'll have played a national championship by playing five games or something. I yeah. mean, that, that just doesn't what's going to happen. If I think there's, I think there's greater odds of this college football season over than there are of there being a national. I agree. Do you really? Do. Yeah. I do. I, Look I, at it. I agree too. Look at it. I mean, Miami, next three games postponed. Alabama didn't play last week. Marshall's game coming up postponed. Texas A&M, two weeks in a row not playing. Wisconsin has played two games. And that's that's right now. I mean, who knows what's going to happen. It's getting worse. Exactly. 845-313-0561. We'll be back right after this and talk about a round ball. 845-313-0561. Once again, I want to thank... Uh, Napoli Pizza, very nice of them to uh, drive by and drop us off a pizza and some garlic knots. They are located over in Slate Hill. They deliver Napoli Pizza, the best pizza in the county. Can Dick, I just uh, put could. out a fact because this is a talk show? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. It takes an interaction of 72 muscles to produce human speech. So you're lacking according, 68 of them. According to Snapple. Snapple. Well, you got to work out. You got to. When we come back from commercial, you'll list the 72. <laughs> Dick, the NBA draft is tomorrow night. We have a call. We'll take the call in a second. But the NBA draft is tomorrow night. I got to tell you something. I think you'll agree with this. Every year in the NBA draft, it's a race for Zion Williamson. It's a race for Anthony Davis, Shaquille O'Neal. Every year, the number one pick, you could recite it. Right. There's no number one pick in this year's draft guaranteed. And I got to tell you, Dick, if you have the first pick or the 11th pick, you have just as much chance as getting a star as you do at any time ever before. There are a lot of guys here, and I don't know if there's one game changer. I I agree. I tend to agree. I mean, the fact that it's kind of – the the fact that 
even the prognosticators don't even know what order they're going to go. You right. know, usually they you can go. We're trying to make right. it where Lamelo right. Ball is a savior right. for any team. We're trying to make it where Ant- we're looking at all the positives. But to me, there's not a bona fide, guaranteed Zion Williamson, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony. There's no one in this draft. You have to hope your your team has done as much. Um, research as possible and finds that Scotty Pippen and and do it remotely and remotely. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have any summer season. The seat the draft is November 18th tomorrow night, and the season starts less a, a month later. Right. So it's going to be finding the right guy. We have a call. Let's take it. Who is yeah. it? Brutus from the Bronx. Brutus, how are you, Brutus? This is Darren Sports Eight Four Five. Welcome aboard. What's on your mind? Hey, what's happening, brother? All right. Um, you know that um, you know our Knicks are definitely going to have to you know make some some kind of moves here, but um, you know I think that we should probably stay subtle with the moves, not you know do anything too uh, drastic. I, I think that uh, we need to stay the course with uh, going with the young guys, you know, and um, you know and, and working this draft. You know, I don't know if we're going to make any trade in the draft to move up or down, but uh, I believe that. Uh, if we do stay at eight, even though a lot of people aren't talking about them, I still say that uh, our pick there should maybe go to Aaron Naismith. Uh, Bruce, so I, I can't you, argue you with you. I can't argue Naismith or not. If uh, if Obi Topin is there at eight, I got to take him. But I'll tell you, something interesting happened about an hour ago, and I'm sure you're aware of it on Twitter. Gordon Hayward asked and received permission to opt in or opt out. He's supposed to do it tomorrow night by, uh, I think there's a 5 p.m. deadline. The NBA granted him until 5 p.m. Thursday, which leads me to believe there's something in the works with Gordon Hayward. So let me ask you this, and I'm scared to death as a Nick fan that Russell Westbrook ends up a Nick. Here's how I would take Westbrook. I would take the three guys on my team, uh, Mitchell Robinson, R.J. Barrett and my and my draft assets, I can't give away for anything. Right. Anything else is on the board. What Russell Westbrook would do to the Knicks is he would immediately make them mediocre unless there's something else to be had. If you're telling me I could trade for Westbrook and not have to give away those things I mentioned and then possibly do something with Gordon Hayward or Danilo Gallinari, then maybe I'm on board. Right now, and I don't know if you are listening to the show, and I don't know if you agree, I don't think there's a clear star in this year's draft. You have to find the Scottie Pippen. You have to find the Chris Middleton. But if the Celtics came to me, who own 14, 26, and 30, and said, we'll give you 14, 26, and 30 for your eighth pick, I I would probably heavily consider that because then I'd be sitting there with really – 14, 26, 30, and 38, it gives me four chances to find that right guy. Exactly. I, I think that would be – that's another way that we definitely could go. But um, if they do go Westbrook and, and Haywood, do we really think that's going to help us make a real dent in the East, especially if uh, if the Nets do uh, cop uh, James Harden as well as somehow keep Kyrie and Durant? You well, know, Brutus, let me ask you this. You're talking about kind of staying status quo. Will Naismith make a significant difference in the Knicks, or will they still be the same old Knicks? Uh, But it it addresses a need that we have, um, which is definitely an outside shooting. And I I, I think that he's underrated in other areas and 
other aspects of his game. Um, I think that it, at this level he'll be able to show more. Um, I, I was watching an interview last night with uh, Jerry Stackhouse um, that they had on um, one of the shows, and he was talking about how he feels Nate Smith at the uh, next level will be able to do more because he wasn't asked to do that because he was their bucket getter. That was, that was his his responsibility there was to get buckets, um, not to pass the ball. But they say he's he's saying that he feels his game is definitely going to expand in that area. Well, Brutus, listen, we're all Nick fans here, and we want him to do well. But yeah. I, I just stay in status quo. I think we got to, you know, what, whoever we draft, we still have to make a trade or two. There's no doubt in my oh, mind. Oh, and, and, yeah, and, yeah. and they will. Another thing, another thing I was thinking about that I proposed, and again, these are lower-level moves because I think that most of us want to see um, RJ and Mitch ultimately evolve into the next stars. But they do have to have people around them. Mm -hmm. And we need to put the people around them that fit. And um, I, I was even saying, like, do something like maybe even get, uh, see if we could talk to Charlotte, who is may, may draft the point guard, and uh, try to see if we could try um, Terry Rozier. Dennis Smith could go back to North Carolina. That'll be, that'll be good. And also maybe talk to Chicago, about a shooter, a guy like uh, Otto Porter, who just opted in, um, but it's only one year, you know, but he's an elite shooter, 40% career three-point shooter. So you get a shooter like Porter, um, it looks like we're going to be married to Randall unless something really miraculous happens. You got Mitch, you get Rozier, and you have uh, uh, RJ. Uh, that, 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 that at least speaks to me because you want dude, those two guys to start to you get a guy like Westbrook, those guys don't get him to evolve. Well, because the thing we we Westbrook is going to have the ball. We want we wanted we wanted Rozier last year. We thought the Knicks should have gotten him a year ago when when he was available. But I don't I, I, don't, I don't. I mean, we differ on Rozier and Porter. I think they're both good ball players. But I will tell you this: if the Knicks stay at eight and they leave this draft with Topin, Vassell, or Naismith, I'm okay with it. If they switch and go and take the Celtics picks, I'm okay with it. I wouldn't mind having Gordon Hayward and Danilo Gallinari. I do like Christian Wood. I know you're not a big fan of Wood, um, but to me, Wood showed an upside. I'm not a big fan. It's, it's not that I'm not a big fan. I just, just think that it's, it's a little small sample. It is a small sample. I can't debate that. I cannot debate that. 21 minutes a game, and he's looking for maybe $20 million a year. I'm not looking to do that on a, on a, a possibility. No, I, I, I can't argue with you on that. I, I, I agree with you on that. Um, to me, I think Rozier didn't – I mean, Rozier didn't even – correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't Graham take a lot of playing time from Rozier last year? I don't think – I think they really – they did play that small backcourt together quite a bit. Okay. So, uh, yeah, they did. They, I think they shared the floor quite a bit. Um Rozier was, I guess, more than, but I'm, I'm talking about the outside shooter. He was a 40% three-point shooter last year. Okay, and that, um, that is what we need. That is what we need. And listen, if Mace... If the point guard position, he's a good defender. Um, uh, you have RJ, who's supposed to be evolving. He's a guy who we want to evolve to the next level. We have Mitch in the middle. That, that should provide some defense there. Porter is an underrated defender. He's a pretty good defender, and he's a 40% three-point shooter. And if we are, do happen to be married to Randall, 
I think he's getting a, a very bad rap from most of our, our Knicks fans. Um, last year was an anomaly, you know, Fizz, we know what the deal is with him now. He gave, he made Randall think he was the, you know, the man and gave him that kind of green lighting ability. It was just a little bit too much for him. Yeah, Randall, I agree. Randall needs to be the secondary player on any team. He's a very good secondary player. And I'll give you another name, above and beyond Rozier, above and beyond um, um, Porter, who I would like to obtain, who I think will be moved. I don't know what they want for him. But I, I do like Kyle Kuzma more than I like those other two guys. Kuzma, I think I, I heard something that we are in. There was supposed to be some talks with the Lakers in concern. In, oh, my, um, wondering why last year that uh, Marcus Morris didn't go to the right. Lakers for, uh, for Kuzma. I thought that was going to be the deal last year. Yeah. But, um, well, we'll see what happens uh, that, this year. There's still something else we can move on to. He's still a young player. 25, yep. So there's a lot of options to go, but at at the same token, you know, even if we didn't do too much this year, because remember when Leon came in, he said he wanted to really evaluate the situation, evaluate the guy. Season was cut short and over. Yeah. No other real playing or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you, I mean, as much as we want to uh, play down on Dennis Smith Jr., we know he's not a, a five-point-a-game player. I no. Mean, you know, just from his first two years. Last year, again, it was an anomaly. It's, it's not something that I believe will happen again. Is he that bad? Could could Tibbs get something out of him like he did with uh, a Derrick Rose or what have you? That kind of athletic point guard who could could go. I, I know that that Dennis he showed glimpses, especially in Dallas when he got here to us when he first got here. I think he showed those glimpses. Would it be that bad of a deal just to give him an all-out shot? Here this year, uh, I mean, not really go after a point guard and maybe do the point guard next year. Um, you know, because next year's crop of point guards, I think, is better than this year's crop. No, I, I agree so, with you. And listen, I got to take some more calls. I absolutely yeah. appreciate you calling in. Stay happy, no stay problem. healthy, and let's go next. Thank you very much. All right. Hey, hey. Dick, you know, Anthony Edwards is projected to be the number one pick. Mm-hmm. To me, he. You watched Edwards play. There were nights where he was – he couldn't miss. Right. But if he's that good, Georgia couldn't win a damn game. No, I understand And that, yeah. Anthony Edwards didn't play much defense. But he could be good on that team with Carl Anthony Towns mm-hmm. and D'Angelo Russell. It's more firepower for the Timberwolves who have had trouble scoring points. Um, I don't know what LaMelo Ball is because I don't know what type of league he played in. Was LaMelo Ball, you can't debate, is a great passer. He's six foot seven. He can handle the ball. Um, but again, I think you agree well, with me. There's two, no certain star here. Two months ago, he was supposed to be the second coming, mm-hmm. you know, and now he's talking to, talking about maybe going in third to uh, who are they talking about? Who, who's got those? Hornets. Hornets have the pick. third pick. Yeah. So I, I've seen him drop to the Bulls at four. And he's dropped a little bit. So they're finding out some things. I don't know if it's a family issue. So, you know, what? if, I don't know. if that means anything. But I, there is no clear cut in this draft. Like I said, I like Wiseman because of the size. And, okay. now, uh, and I've read things, and I was going to ask you, mm-hmm. and, or I was going to make this statement. Mm-hmm. I think Wiseman has 
biggest bust potential. Oh, could be, could be, but he also could have a big upside too. Yeah. I don't think we. Well, really you know what? Know He's probably in all likelihood going to go to the Warriors, where that's a perfect fit for uh, any that, rookie. Well, that's a perfect. Any for most players, if they go to the right team, it's going to make them better players. For some players, if they go to the wrong team, even if they're great players, they're going to struggle. Mm-hmm. And it, we see it a lot in football. We see it a lot in basketball. What do you think of Obi Topin? I love him. Love You'd be him. happy with him at the very, age? very happy. You know what I didn't realize? He shoots the ball well. Very. He's well. just not. I yeah. thought he. You know who I thought he was? And then I researched it. I thought he was Kenny Walker. Remember Kenny Walker? Oh, he was Kenny Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was a better shooter than Kenny Walker. He's a. I, he's oh yeah, be. yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he's a. I think he's much more polished than Kenny Walker, and I love Kenny Walker. I yeah. thought he was a great Nick. You know, he was uh, not a great Nick, but he was a very influential part of those teams. I thought. I thought he was a good. Player. So we like the Knicks coaching staff. We like Tibbs right. hire. We like that. Right. Um, if I told you the Knicks roster next year, do, first of all, do you want Westbrook? No. Okay. No. What if you got Westbrook for basically just money? Where you didn't give up. You gave up. Let me give you. You gave up Bobby Portis. You gave up mm. Kevin Knox. You gave up Frank Nicolita. And you gave up uh, Taj Gibson. Yeah. Would you want Westbrook? No, because I think he'll he stunt, stunt Barrett. Okay. I think he'll stunt Barrett because everybody will run that wide out thing and let him, you know, to open the lane for him because that's what he does. Okay. That's what he does. Would, and he's good at it, but he only sees himself. Would you want, would you trade the eighth pick and Bobby Portis for Gordon Hayward? Absolutely. Okay, Hayward's got one year yeah. left. And then would you sign Danilo Gallinari and make a trade for Kyle Kuzma? It's good. Dolinari free agent? Yes, he is. Hell, I'd love to see him come back from the Knicks. I didn't think they should have gotten rid of him in the first place, even though when they brought in um, Carmelo. Carmelo, but I still think they could have done something different there. I think there was a lot of mismanagement going on there. Sure was. Yeah, so. So that's, I mean, I think you're going to see a lot of players changing teams. Let's discuss James Harden. Mm -hmm. Um, Listen, it sucks to be him. He just had the unfortunate incident of having to turn down $52 million a year Mm -hmm. to play two years in Houston. Harden does not want to be there. A lot of these guys in Houston love Daryl Morey. And when Morey left, they don't like the owner. Um, so they're, they're looking for a mass exodus. Uh, we'll talk about Harden. They also I, like the coach also. Yeah. yeah. And, and D'Antoni, yeah. it seems like everybody's coaching the Nets right now. Yes. But yeah. um, if you're the Nets and you're sitting there, you have to – first of all, the Nets should be good enough in the East with Durant and Kyrie Irving. Durant has been injured. Kyrie Irving never plays a full year. You want to, I mean, Levert's a good player. Dinwiddie's a good player. Allen has improved every year. Mm-hmm. I know James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving, Irving make a, are going to sell a lot of tickets if there's fans. I know that it's going to be fun to watch them, and I know net fans are going to think we got the best big three in basketball, but are they a better team? There's only one basketball. I know Harden was a rookie, but – they played together before in OKC. Yeah, but he wasn't getting all those minutes. Right, he was, coming, said he was, he was coming off the bench and things, and he didn't dominate the ball. In other words, they didn't run that spread offense and dominate. They played it a different type of game. So, then. as a net fan, pretend you're a net fan. Would you want Harden? No, or absolutely not. All right, absolutely so we agree. not. It'll I'll never work with Kyrie Irving ever. The, he needs the ball way too. It'll never work with him. The guy's if, fucking off a little bit, and they, he wants the ball all the time. He cannot play with two other guys that want the ball as much as he does. If they got rid of Irving and brought in Harden, then I would like to. I think that could work out with Durant. I think that could work out, but not with the three of them. No, I I, I happen to agree with you. And, uh, and you know, 
Who cares about the money, right? It's we're not paying it. These owners are well, making a fortune. Well, here's why we care. We but, care because we root for a team that can't be. There's a salary cap. We can't be in salary cap hell. Who cares about the money in baseball? The answer is nobody. Basketball, you have to care. What I'm saying is, this guy like hard. Like these guys, can't they just build what they have? Take the money where they're at and just try to build a team around you. They're constantly they jumping do, from team. Well, they don't it do that sucks, anymore. and that's why the NBA is awful, and the ratings are going to continue to plummet. Well, that's – And right. they did a good job with the bubble, by the way, I might add. Yeah. But, but it's awful. They just know – it just seems to me there's just no passion. They don't care. They're they're almost too close as friends. And I guess it's in all sports. You know it what I mean? It starts at AAU. And, yeah, yeah well, AAU's a fucking cesspool. Well, let me, let me tell you this. I thought the NBA playoffs were just terrific. They did do a good year. job with the bubble. Absolutely. I thought those games were competitive. I thought those guys worked like hell for it. I thought the very, you know, the competitive teams that I didn't even think were going to be in the playoffs and 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 did and then played well, like the Nets, they were decimated. And they went in there and played well without those two guys, without right. even some of their the guys that they had. Mm-hmm. They were like playing with the JV team and still being competitive. I thought the NBA playoffs were terrific this year. You know, uh, I just saw a tweet. The Rockets and the Wizards, and this is a reliable source, uh, have discussed the deal centered on very simple Russell Westbrook for John Wall. So you know, I think they trade for the same player. Right has there. John Wall learned how to take a jump shot yet? I used to. Well, break he's his been jump. hurt. Jake, mm-hmm. uh, let me give you a player in the draft that I find to be. Listen, he's not going to come in and be a star right away. Mm-hmm. Patrick Williams of Florida State. Yeah. This guy is a three and D player. He's the youngest, I believe, the youngest player in the draft. They say he has a Kawhi Leonard-type game. He's an incredible defensive player, very raw, but someone's going to get him, and they think he has the highest upside out of the top ten. Okay, where do you think he's going to go? I don't know. Okay. I, I mean, he's going to go in the top ten. Yeah, but he has to go to a specific team yeah. that needs his needs. Though. Yeah. You know, they said they, he'd be perfect for the Spurs. Be a great spot. Yeah. That would be a real terrific spot. I yeah. agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. Um. Gordon Hayward. He'd probably be very good with the Bucks too. Yeah. Yeah. The Bucks. Let's talk Bucks real quick. Yeah. Bucks made a spectacular trade last night. They made yeah. a championship trade. I think they so. really did. Mm-hmm. They gave away a lot, but they they got back. What the what the what the Bucks were missing, they received last right. night. You know, Middleton and uh, the Greek Freak can score, but by adding Drew Holiday, who plays defense and is yeah. a true point guard, Bledsoe's good. I like Bledsoe. I do too. And he might he might be on the move again. Yeah. I do like Bledsoe. But Holiday's a better player right now. I can see Bledsoe being a Nick. Good. The Suns. Look at this backcourt. And, and you, you always said it. Basketball, you need frontcourt, backcourt. Right. The Suns have DeAndre Ayton in the center, at, at center, who played very well. Very well. And now their backcourt is Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Say what you want about Paul. He really played. He showed me a lot. More last year than any year he's been in the league because he really took guys under his wing. Anything he could do. Devin Booker's a star. And, you know, you got a 22-year-old or 23- or 24-year-old Devin Booker who now gets to learn from Chris Paul. You know, and Chris Paul, not only going to the Suns, but what he's done in the last couple of years, he could go to any team in the NBA and make them better. I mean, if he wants to. And And he showed you last year. Any team in the NBA, he could make make them better. Yeah. As a Knicks fan, I don't want to – I'm scared to death about Westbrook and Harden. And I could guarantee you that if five years ago – Westbrook and Harden would, would both, both be, be a Knicks. Would yeah. both be Knicks, and yeah. that would be all we'd be paying. Right. We trade Barrett, we trade yeah. Robinson, yeah. and thank God we're not right, right. now. Eight four five three one three zero five six one. When we get back, we'll close it out with some baseball. 
845-313-0561. Again, thank Napoli Pizza for dropping us off a pizza. As we sit here and talk sports, as we look out the window, November 17th, snowing out, flurries. Just got word that all the way up in Sullivan County, the roads are not good. Is that right? Icy. Would you like one of my knowledgeable quotes? I just... Uh, yeah, go ahead. No, I don't have one. Oh, you don't Sorry. have one. I will have never next We're time I open a Snapple bottle. Let's talk a little baseball here. Let me just give you this, and let's not spend an hour on this because you can always do that. Scott Rowland, Billy Wagner, Gary Sheffield, Omar Vizquel, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Kurt Schilling on the Hall of Fame ballot this year, amongst a million others. But those are the three, six, seven guys that I think have a chance of getting in. Who gets in? Schilling. Who should get in or who's going to get in? Who should get in? Who Bond should be in. Okay. Clemens should be in. And Schilling should be in. Scott all... Rowland, no chance. Omar Vizquel, eh. Scott Rowland, I agree He's with on no the cusp. Chance. He's right there. Um, I don't think Billy Wagner belongs in the Hall of Fame. I don't think Scott Rowland belongs in the Hall of Fame. But I'll give you a guy that you just skipped over. Gary Sheffield has 509 home runs. Well, that's the number, right? I mean, so. Do you think Gary Sheffield gets in? Uh, no. You know, it's funny. When you talk about, like, the Hall of Fame, it almost has to be a, it's either a yes or a no. Like, that, well, that's no, what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, Sheffield. Bonds and Clemens are your only yes immediately. Yeah. De- devastating hitter. I just don't see Sheffield as really a Hall of Famer okay. for what I think the Hall of Fame is, right? I happen to agree with Top you. Top-tier player for sure, but it's not – when you got to think about it, okay. you're not a Hall of Famer. Omar Vesquel, I think, was a better hitter than Ozzie Smith. Well, it's different. Is, he'll get in with the old timers. I, th- I bet Viscal goes in with the old timers if he doesn't get in with no. with this thing. Yeah, I, Danny, I agree. Bonds and Clemens to me are the only names that stand out automatic Hall of Famers. But if you're going to go, if, if you're going to go with Sheffield, then you might have to include, <coughs> excuse me, Rafael Palmero in there with his numbers. But he stood up in front of Congress and all that other nonsense. Yeah, you know. But his numbers are better than Sheffield's. Yeah, I, I yeah. Albert it. Bell. Albert Bell, no. Never right six years only. I mean, it's six years. Devastating. Yeah. Hitter, six years. He averaged 300 RBIs and 90 home runs. 300 RBIs. I'm kidding you. But, I mean, Albert Bell, every time he came up, he knocked in a run. Yes, every time. Yeah. I think his name was George Bell at one time, wasn't it? No. Giancarlo Stanton was Mike Stanton. Sammy Sosa was dark-skinned. Now he's white. A lot of guys have gone through changes. Michael Jackson disease he might have. Wasn't, wasn't Giancarlo John Stanton? No, Mike Stanton. Mike Stanton. No, you're right. You're Mike right. Stanton. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Mike Stanton. Um, Theo Epstein became uh, left the Cubs today. Yeah, uh, you know that was kind of interesting. He's got a year left on his deal, right? Wants to take a year off. He said that. Darren, take a year off for what? Mm-hmm. How old's the kid? Forty years old? Maybe he has, his kids have bar mitzvahs this year. He, he, he probably has. He has irons in the fire. You know that. Oh, of course he, he does. He in the fire. So now, yeah. I thought it was a lock that Alderson was going to come back and do his deal with Cohen. Do you think this kid's eyeing up, you know, the Met or the Yankee gig? Well, Cashman? Alderson wouldn't go anywhere. No, he's talking about Theo coming into the Right, to but the Alderson Met. wouldn't go anywhere. Alderson would, would no, still be there. Yeah. Yeah. Alderson's job now is to hire the yeah. general manager. manager. Do, do, do you think that's even like – I mean, it just seems too obvious, in do my you, humble opinion. I'm sure. Yeah. He wanted Sandy, to take a year off? A year I, off for what? I don't know. I'm sure Sandy – Doing may- what you love and you're 40 years old? Yeah, but, you know, Chicago could hold it to that because he's still under contract. Perhaps. I'm uh, sure I, I, Sandy got – made a phone call to Theo and knows exactly what's going uh, on. You know, there's, yeah. he's not the only guy out there that's very good. But he's right. one of the – he won in Boston and he won in Chicago. And 
you know, I'm sure if Theo Epstein wants the wants the job with the Mets, he'd certainly be a viable candidate. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot, pretty much, it's great. It's unbelievable. Every free agent I read last night that Marcelo Zuna is now being uh, courted by the Mets. The Mets have interest in him. I, I, I believe whether, you know, you, you read an article of Zuna and Mets. I believe it's Ozuna. And I believe it's other, it's the players that want people to think the Mets are involved right now, which is unheard of. The, it's the same thing that players used to do with the Yankees. I want to talk to, you know, I'm, I'm really interested in playing for the Yankees just to stir up the price. Now it's the Mets. It's great. Yeah. You know, listen, I don't know if Cohen's going to do it out of the gate, but everybody just assumes he's just going to come in with an open checkbook. No, he's a smart guy. He's made all his money by being smart. But I, I do believe Trevor Bauer is going to be a New York Mets. Did somebody say Lindor to Toronto? Somebody bring that up? I I, I heard Lindor something somewhere. Anywhere. I saw something on oh, Twitter, and they kind of. But then oh, they're like, okay. you know, oh, right. they thought, thought Toronto would be a good fit, but oh, Toronto okay. doesn't have the dough to sign him for a long term, yeah. you know, deal. You know. Yeah. The thing with Lindor is Cleveland tra- is trading him a year too late. He's got one year left on his deal. Has to be traded. He's not. No one's giving them anything until they have a sit down with Lindor and write him a check and sign him to an extension. How old is he? Twenty six. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. All right. Is he? No, Franklin. <laughs> um, you you don't have to give anything from Lindor if you really if you want to be patient. You well, that's not true, because I was going to say you could wait a year and just sign him next year, but he's going to be moved, and if he's moved, he's going to be signed to an extension like Mookie Betts. Right. Um, it, it, again, in my order, and I've said it from the beginning, is Trevor Bauer one, George Springer two, and. And uh, a trade for Lindor. Now, if you can't trade for Lindor, if you can't put packages together, and I hear Met fans calling up other sports shows, there's no way I'm including Jeff McNeil. We're all Met fans here. You'd include Jeff McNeil for Francisco Lindor. By the way, that what you walked up, got up and walked over, it's traveled over here. <laughs> okay. Yes, it has. Thank you. It's it's, no, I appreciate I apologize. it. No, 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 no. no, no. I got to sit right. next to you. Okay. Would you give? Would you include McNeil in a trade for Lindor? Would that be your stumbling block? Two days ago, I would have done that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Danny? Yeah. Pardon? Sorry, I thought you were with us. Would you include <laughs> McNeil in a trade for Lindor? Absolutely. Yeah. But um, the Met fans also have a tendency to so like, like their homegrown. Oh, guys. my God. Yeah. They love their homegrown. Everybody's yeah. going to Cooperstown. I mean, come on. McNeil's been a breath of fresh air for us, though, for a Paul couple Wilson, of years. Jason you know, yeah. Who's yeah. the other guy? You can name a whole bunch. Oh, yeah. Pulsifer, 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 yeah. Fernando Martinez, Lastings Millage. You yeah. can name them all. I mean, the Met fans are just so known for that. But um, homegrown if, talent. Everybody's going to Cooperstown. You see, here's what's interesting. I want Lindor in the worst player. Yeah. It would cost you a lot less player uh, player assets to get Nolan Arenado. It would cost you less. Okay. You wouldn't have to. You'd be doing the Rockies a favor. Because Arenado, if he opts out, is going to get the $300 million deal. That's the only reason the Rockies are considering moving him. So if you took Arenado, it might just cost you money and some prospects. Lindor is going to cost you prospects and money. So, listen, Arenado or Lindor, if I got one of them, I'm thrilled to death. Bauer and uh, Springer. And Springer. And you're good to go. And I'm good to go. Okay. 
and back end of the rotation. Maybe, maybe you relieve us somewhere. Yeah, Brad yeah. Hand. Yeah, somebody. Yeah, yeah. And then Liam Hendricks. There's guys out there. Yeah. First of all, the relief market's going to get hurt more than anybody. Brad yeah. Hand, as we discussed, ten yeah. million dollars, and they yeah. let him go. He's one of the best relief pitchers Hendricks in baseball. Hendricks is a free agent. Yeah, um, I'm kind of impressed with him. You know what I'm talking about for Oakland. The yeah. reliever from Oakland. Yes. He's a good player. Very good. Jeez. Now, back end, of the, I still say LeMahieu stays with the Yankees. You know? I, I agree. I agree. Um, I'll give you a guy in the outfield. Now, let's let's say the Mets do make a trade, sign George Springer, and they include Nimmo in a deal for Lindor or Dom Smith. You're missing an outfielder. Michael Brantley would be great. And Brantley, you can get, you know, he's 36 years old and still hits 300. Brantley's had some good years, and I still think he has another. You could sign Brantley probably for two years, $18 million. And he's your, out, your outfield would be Brantley, uh, Springer, and Conforto, which is fine. Back end of the rotation, um, I really, you know, Charles Charlie Morton they're talking about. I rather Who would you rather take a flyer on? You ready? If I gave you three guys, um, and they all cost, well, let me tell you, let me give you the three guys. Charlie Morton, Matt, uh, Tanaka, or Corey Kluber. Tanaka is going to cost you money, big money. But not big, but bigger. Who would you rather? Well, let's eliminate Morton. Who would, you would rather have Morton than Kluber only because of the injury factor. Okay. Only because of an injury factor. Because he, he's been durable. He's been good, and he's been good in, in under pressure. He was good under pressure. He I wasn't thought. very good last year, was he? Huh. I, I, to me, hey, look, I thought he was a hell of a, a hell of a playoff pitcher. I thought he did right. a great job for them. Who's one of these guys that having a second Tommy John surgery? I was reading about something like that today. Is that even Clevenger? Possible? Oh, Clevenger. Yeah, yeah. From San to, Diego. Yeah, and to, they just resigned him too. To me, I would take a shot with Kluber. I like Kluber, but I, I, I prefer Morton. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think Morton's, Morton's a little more thirty-seven. What? Thirty-seven. Yeah, but how long do we? How long do we need him? We only need right. him for a year or two, really, yeah. right? Yeah. Would you have any interest? How old is Kluber's? No baby. No, he's not. Um, here's what I think the Mets are going to do. I think the Mets are going to sign Bauer and Riamuto, and. Uh, that's okay. I'm not yeah. complaining, but I, I think George Springer is going to get a bigger offer somewhere else. I don't think the Mets. I think the Met fan, and and Cohen listens to the fans. I think the Met fan, and I think one reason is to screw the Phillies. I think the Met fan really wants Riamuto. Yeah, but who's who's going to who's going to give Springer big money? A lot of teams. Not, all right, who, for instance, Detroit. They don't give anybody big no, money. No, Detroit's got money now. Detroit's going to spend money. I see a lot of guys mentioned with Detroit. They do. Well, they got to show me. The White me. Sox? They, gotta, they still got to show me. Okay. They, you know, they they were good They were good for two months, Chicago. 845-313-0561. Um, we'll be back next week. Tomorrow night is the draft. Um, what uniform is Russell Westbrook wearing when we're back next week. Knicks. Knicks? Dick? Um, back to the Thunder, maybe. Okay. And Thomas? Uh, I'm going to go with the Thunder, too. I could see it happening. All right. I am going to say Russell Westbrook is uh, 
is wearing a Washington Wizard uniform. Mm-hmm. I am going to say James Harden remains in Houston. And I'll tell you this. Let's just say this. The owner of the Rockets, if I've given James Harden all this money, all these years, and I've asked just for loyalty, Harden's under contract for two more years. And if this guy comes into my office after I've paid him $300 million and he's won zero and says, I'm demanding a trade and I'm demanding to go to Brooklyn, I ship him to Mil- I ship him to Vancouver. And if, if, if he acquiesces and gives Harden, unless it's the best deal, because yeah. I think you can get a lot more for yeah. Harden than what the Nets are doing, yeah. I would move Harden to the – to the worst franchise in basketball, I don't know who that is, or uh, the uh, Magic, or the uh, Hornets, or or someone to make his life miserable. How hard on two years? If he has one year left, send him to Washington. That send him somewhere where he'll <laughs> never win. Miserable. That's what I would do. Yeah. I think it's so wrong. I agree with. And you. the I owner owes. I think Harden owes the owner of the the, mm-hmm. the Rockets a thank There's you. Very Not little anymore. When I, I, when I heard the $50 million, I almost drove off the road that he turned it down. I was yeah. like, what? I, you know, I, I are think you that's kidding crazy. me? You got to be kidding yeah. me. Uh, Orange County Bagel, Napoli's Pizza, Camper World in Kingston. What's the phone number up in Camper World? 845-943-2010. Eight, uh, tell them that Thomas Giordano sent you. And uh, we will be back next week. We appreciate the callers. We appreciate the sponsors. And I thank you all very much. Good night. Be safe and enjoy.